0: good afternoon brewing fans and welcome to another episode of something brewing here with coach cook coach cook how you doing this afternoon
1: I'm doing real good man how are you mark
0: hey I'm I'm doing great and let's awesome. uh let's start here right off uh right off the beginning I mean uh last week we uh we go to churchland to kick off the 20. 20- 22 season and uh boy if you were late getting to the game it was already seven to seven here with uh churchland taking the opening kickoff to the house 83 yards and then we come right back with uh billups to frazier for a big long play to the house and right off the bat it's seven to seven
1: absolutely um a lot of sparks flying in, in the opening of the game. But, you know, Churchland, you know, their, their special teams executed well. They took advantage of what we didn't do great um, at. And, you know, next thing you know, was 6-0 and the an extra point makes it 7-0. Uh, um, the first play of the game was a, a game plan that I kind of put together Saturday and uh, shared it with several coaches. And then on Monday, we shared it with the team. Um, and, you know, we didn't know what, what hash we would use it on. And uh, we we'll portion of that open drive. But, you know, we felt at the time with that big, big special teams play, we needed something real quick to answer the bell. And uh, Paul and C.J. Frazier got it done.
0: Yes. And then, and then it kind of, you know, locked in there with a knockout, drag out game, you know, uh, uh, second quarter. We're still tied at seven. Uh, Churchland's quarterback, uh you know, uh, takes it in two yards. You know, into um, the end zone, extra point, good fourteen-seven. But then, uh, you know, uh, our uh, another star on our offensive side, number number nine, uh, Shamik Blizzard yeah. here, takes it into the house five yards, and it's uh, it's deadlock at fourteen.
1: Absolutely, you know, he's a special player, without a doubt um you know we 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 are we we kind of rested him throughout camp and wanted him to kind of be fresh and fresh legs and things of that nature he took a lot of mental reps um but man when you finally put the ball in his hand he was ready to rock and roll so you know Blues did a very good job you know protecting the football and running hard and running behind his pads and um you know very thankful for a young man like that to be a part of our program
0: yes and uh you know, Churchill in here with the uh, last possession right before half. Their their quarterback uh, takes it in, you know, 13 yards, and uh, extra point failed. But they go into the locker room. You know, they got the um, they got the home field, and they go in the locker room only only up six.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, what I told them at halftime, and this is nothing arrogant or cocky, but we told our kids we're going to win this game. You know what we got to do is trust. Uh, that's a message Coach Thomas has been kind of sharing with our young men the last few weeks. But then Coach E also emphasized uh, execute. And um, you know, to me, that that part is important. It doesn't matter who's in front of you. Whatever's called, you got to execute the rep. Um, so you know, to me, um, that's really what kept our kids in our energy of our and staff, the philosophy that we had going into that game. You know, early in the week I told the guys the key to this game is patience. Um, you know, it, it will be great to get in a, a a good position where we're up comfortably, um so on and so forth. But you know and I know the friendship cup, it's either a lopsided victory or it's gonna be a tight ball game. And uh, you know, we just kept our kids engaged and locked in to that to that mindset.
0: Yes, and uh and so since Churchland got the ball to begin the game we we get the ball to start the third quarter and on our first drive you know uh uh Phillips, you know uh 45 yard yard run i mean he already threw a pass for a touchdown and now you know just showing his athletic ability with a long run and the offensive line with the blocking and the extra point and Here we are, up one here in the third quarter.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, that package was also uh, influenced early in the weekend to prep for Churchland that I don't think a lot of people would be prepared for or have, you know, kind of game plan for. So, you know, Paul just showed how good he is. You know, it doesn't matter whether he's a receiver, a running back, a quarterback. You know, he's one of those rare athletes of our our decade and time. I could just get it done, you know. It's just about getting the ball in his hands and allowing him to be a playmaker. Now, you know, we all say as running backs, though, you're nothing without the front line. So, our offensive line, you know, they I'm gonna use a defensive mindset, they bend but didn't break. You know, they just kept working and working and working, whatever we were calling. And that's why you saw those guys like Paul and, and Shamik, you know, pop the big runs, right?
0: Right, yes, and uh. You know, to start the fourth quarter, you know, with um, our defense uh, buckled down and and uh, held the one point lead going in the fourth quarter. And to piggyback on what you just talked about with uh, Shamik, you know, with a long run, he takes it in from 61 yards out. The extra point, not good, but but here we are up uh, 27. 20 here with uh, about uh, nine and a half minutes left to go in the in regulation.
1: Absolutely, um, you know. Again, Shamik showed why, you know, he's a New Balance All-American at track. Um, he's a football player, and that's why I tell every recruit that has come in and, and and seen his tape and, you know, kind of listened to me sell the type of athlete he is, student athlete he is. You know, he's a football guy that runs track. He's not a track guy that plays football. And uh, to me, those are two different components uh, when it comes to that type of athlete. But he showed you uh, that he's gifted in, in more than one way, if that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, we, we found a way again to chip. Um, I told our guys in the headsets, you know, we can throw the ball all over the yard, but we got to establish a run game. And, you know, Paul Phillips, along with uh, C.J. Frazier on some jet sweeps, and Shamit Blizzard really helped that. Also, Quizzy, um, you know, it's extending the drive with his legs. You know, it's yeah. he's he's a quarterback. He's a pocket passer that can scramble. Not a scrambling quarterback that can throw. So, you know, when he needed to run, he did what we needed, and uh, he extended the drive. So, you know, again, we're pleased the way you know game one is. We know it's going to be a lot of mistakes, uh, generally by both opponents, and it's a lot of adjustment as coaches. Um, to really find out the team we're going to be and what we can look like moving forward. So, and then on top of that, you're playing Tursley week week zero. You know, that's a fact of our (laughs) brawl. And all stats, all records, all stars, all accolades are thrown out. And this four quarters, 48 minutes is just real, real good football.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, um, you know, they they got us, you know, later on the fourth quarter with about four minutes left, you know, their quarterback scoring his third touchdown of the game and extra points good you know but uh but the Ben don't break uh mentality you know i mean it was tied going into at the end of regulation but you know here it is game one uh backyard brawl friendship cup and yeah. we're uh we're out the gate playing uh playing the game, going into overtime.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's everything you want. Um, and, and to me, that overtime is is a lot of conditioning, a lot of just discipline, a lot of the little things that, that you know, get you to that one and no mindset. And, you know, we found a way to make a way. Um, couldn't tell you if we had to play overtime over, will it be the same? But, you know, that was a special night. I seen someone on uh, a media platform you know, title it as an instant classic, kinda of like ESPN does, but some of its college football game matchups. But without a doubt, this is one of the games that will forever go down in the record books as, you know, the most exciting to open up week zero.
0: Yes. And uh and so um, you know, the game the game winner was uh Billups, Billups, to Fraser, and with it being in overtime, the extra point wasn't needed, and uh, to uh, get out of there uh, with with a win, you know. And even though it did go into overtime, you know, the kids and the short bus ride home, you know, it was nice with the one and mentality. Leave yep. there and go into. Uh, practice or film session there on Saturday, knowing that we are one and oh.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I I received another message that, you know, uh don't overanalyze this game, you know, which is smart. You know, uh don't overanalyze this game. It's still August. You know, we 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 really put too much in this particular game then you know, by the time we get to September and October, you know, we may be all over the place. So we, we told our kids, you know, let this be good, teach, tape and, um, you know, focus on the low lights. Um, we know there are some highlights, but the low lights can lead to other big, big things down the road. So I, I believe our kids handled it well. Uh, this week is is obviously a test uh, coming up. You know, you come off a big win. How do you handle that? How do you move on? How do you move forward? Um, and that's been our challenge this week, not to get too far ahead. But um, yes, um, I, I I'll tell you that last play call was a collective agreement from our entire offensive staff, you know. And I, I don't and and this is nothing against Churchland, but I don't think they would think that we would run that same play again, you know, and it just happened to fall into our favor and uh, you know, the rest is history, but you know kudos to my offensive staff for you know keeping it together uh, throughout the entire game and you know we, we had some good drives and we gave our defense uh some chances to stay in the fight and our defense equally did the same you know they got the ball back to us when we needed to and the offense found a way to execute um on the drives that we had possessions of and um you know i'm very pleased with them we also knew real quick mark that know they were going to keep the ball on the ground they had a good game plan in my humble opinion you know keep the ball on the ground uh keep the athletes off the field and run the clock and um you know again i think that's a testament when defenses uh get a stop to give the offense uh the ball back um whether it's a little time left or a lot of time left you know so again those kids on the defensive side competed uh they can get better each week just like offense just like us as coaches. So we're very pleased, you know, coming out of there with that one and no mindset, but yet we got to move on. Yes, and you know,
0: kudos to the to the defense. I mean, yes. uh yes, they did um they did tie it there late in the fourth quarter, but they're in uh 24 minutes of play in the second half and the one possession in overtime, the defense only only gave up a touchdown.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, that 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 part right there to me is a good sign. Again, we don't want to overanalyze it, but yet we got to look at some of the small details. And that's a good sign, you know, that our defense is growing and each week. We want to see them, you know, to continue, continue to improve. Um, but yeah, we're very pleased with that outcome.
0: Right. Right. And, um, you, you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, and that's a perfect example because uh, the way our schedule is, yes, uh, it's uh, game tomorrow, but it's also the last non-district game before we open up district play next Friday. And you know, but but you always want to just focus on the next game ahead, which is tomorrow the home opener at Brandis Stadium.
1: Yep, absolutely. A um, couple of cool fun facts. As we mentioned, um, I believe in our week zero episode or, you know, preseason, that this is the 25th and 20th reunion of our 2002 and uh, 1997 undefeated football teams. But this is also the 20th anniversary or reunion of the Bruin Crazies which is pretty cool. You know what I mean? It's pretty, pretty cool. Um, and I give credit to coach Jay for that stat, you know, he he threw that out there. So, you know, a little bit later on today, um, we're going to highlight the brewing crazies, uh, as they've been phenomenal for us over the years and obviously over the last two decades. So that's pretty cool.
0: Right. Yes. And I did, uh, uh, when I posted the, uh, episode last week, I did, uh, you know, tag some uh, players there from the 97, the 02 yes. team, you know, that maybe either homecoming week or leading up, you know, throughout, um, leading up until homecoming, maybe, maybe get some players or some assistant coaches there from the uh, 97, 02, 02 team. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I do remember. The brewing crazies here uh having a strong strong showing here in the last uh, uh 10 15 years but i didn't uh i didn't realize that it went back to uh you know the early 2000s and i yeah. know when you and i were at the halls of western branch you know there wasn't much uh uh, student section back Yeah, then. <laughs>
1: absolutely. You're right. You're right. We're scattered everywhere. But um yeah, uh again, I'm going to give uh that credit to Coach Jay, you know, he kind of shared that with me with me several weeks ago. And um you know, again, unless we're missing something, somebody let us know, but you know, we like to be accurate on on, on this show and we want to make sure that you're getting quality information. But yes, I, without a doubt, I trust Coach Jay and I know he's right, but uh it's pretty cool to have, you know, that support. So we're looking forward with school opening back up soon and things becoming a little bit uh, more open within the school system that we get their support um, in the stands every Friday night.
0: Right. Yes. And with leading into uh, tomorrow, I saw that uh, Mrs. Williamson already uh, posted out that it's uh, red, white and blue, you know, uh, come on out. But uh <clears throat> You, you know, we, we host uh, another um, – or we play another Eastern District opponent there, uh, Granby, Granby Comet. Last year we went to Norfolk. This year they're coming here to uh, Bruin Drive.
1: Correct, correct. So we had a home-and-home, home, uh, as you mentioned, last year. That was their home game now. This is ours with the home-and-home, home, uh, you know, matchup obligation. So, you know, um, they're coming into the den. Uh, like like some of our coaches, alum like to say. And, uh, you know, what we want to do is see if we got better. You know, we just want to see if we improve. We preach all week that, you know, how you practice is how you play. You know, the, the things that you do in practice, you try to get around, it will show up on Friday night. So we really, really hope that, you know, our young men have, have been able to move on um, and understand that the week one, but our second game of the season is another opponent coming in and trying
0: to bring their a game right yes and uh for fans out there uh gramby did open up last week and they uh they played benchville uh, tough tough game tough game for them but i know that they're gonna be uh coming coming across the uh downtown tunnel and they're gonna be they're gonna be ready for for a fight there uh as they come to the visitor sidelines
1: Absolutely, you know, Coach Archie does a great job preparing those guys. Um, you know, for us, like I said, we want to focus on, you know, did we get better? You know, did we improve what we saw on tape? Did we make corrections on? And, you know, we go from there. Um, so I'm excited, you know, uh Shamik's ready to roll and really showcase his skill set and ability. Uh CJ Frazier, Paul Billups, um, Copeland and Cook are also ready to, you know, continue to to push forward and Trotman you know, doing a phenomenal job orchestrating our offense. You know, I, I like to call them a point guard. You know, all you got to do is distribute the ball around the field and, you know, watch these guys make moves and and and, and go. Um, but, you know, we're excited about that. Um, right now our O-line is as healthy as it's been, so we're, you know, very pleased. Um, and defensively, you know, we're watching guys kind of step up week in and week out. Uh, this whole week has been just details and technique. And our defensive staff has been very pleased along with our special teams coordinator um, and co-coordinator and coach Ed and Ted in how we've been able to kind of come to balance and uh, move forward. So tomorrow night is going to be a good matchup. You know, our Bruins want to come out and play to our standard um, and, you know, continue to look forward to the small one and no victories. And then hopefully ultimately, you know, we have that, that other one and no, which goes in the one loss column, um, so that's our goal. Yeah, and let's
0: uh, let's not forget that uh, you know we did the episode last week before uh, the JV Bruins opened yep. up their not only their twenty two uh, season schedule but their home opener, and they they had a shutout there. Yes, they the- did.
1: The- yes, they did. I was so pleased with those guys. Um, you know, it, it's it's a testament to our coaches staff. Um, our varsity staff is our JV staff. So we develop every kid at each coaching position from A to Z, you know, so they hear one technique, one teach, one fundamental. And, you know, to see it translate to a Thursday night on JV and then eventually Friday nights um, on varsity, you know, it was awesome to watch. Um, but our kids did a great job. I think we had a pick six. That was a, a kind of like a walk off home run to end the game. and. You know, we were just real pleased with their their energy. We were pleased with their physicality, and then most importantly, their discipline and attention to detail. So, you know, very you know, Coach Thomas really got those guys rolling, Coach E, um, you know, at the helm, just getting those things going for us. Um, and then our staff were there in support, and that's the cool part about how we run and how we do things here at Western Branch.
0: Yeah, and a little a little side note, uh, you know, the JV Burwoods uh, no game, no game tonight, and then they'll be uh, they'll be back home uh, next Thursday, I think, against uh, Nansen River, right? Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely. They get they have a bye this week, um, you know, and and then they they get to the crank back up. So they've had pretty much a full week of practice this week, which is good. Um, some of those guys do dress on Friday nights, so you know, for some or, or quite a few. Uh, they still get that extra rep, that extra prep and pregame and game alike. So, um, but they'll be ready to come back on Monday. Um, They had a good practice on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So that should carry over uh, as they get ready for Nansman River, um, JV. So, you know, again, uh, those guys are off. Uh, They get to kind of enjoy this this back to school night today, but they get to do orientation as an incoming freshman or, Newcomer to the school, and then they'll, they'll be ready uh, to get ready for Nansville River next week. Yeah, yeah,
0: and you know it's—I know that this is 2022, but the but the technology, the excitement around high school football. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of chuckling last last Friday night as uh, my wife and I were still out of town, out of the state. And I was, I was getting text messages, you know, from uh, longtime friends, you know, hey, what's the update uh, uh, with the with the score? You know, acting like that I was still there, but with uh, with the news coverage, the Virginia Pilot, and then also, uh, you know, also different people uh, on. on Twitter, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, people were definitely keeping up of Western Branch Church.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it was packed. You know, I'll tell you that. It was standing room only. Uh, oh, wow. Third, fourth quarter, I believe, at the end of the first. You know, you just knew it was going to be that type of night. And to me, it felt good. It felt like old times, um, you know, to see so many people out in support of both schools and community community. Um, yeah, it, it was one of those uh, stressful football games, I guess, depending on who you were rooting for. Uh, but yes, uh, what a uh, overwhelming amount of support uh, to me. That, that's just a huge testament of how big Bruin Nation is, you know, when it comes to our support of our sports, not only football, but field hockey and track and volleyball, basketball and all the other sports that are represented here. And that means a lot to us as a community, but more importantly, as a team. Yes, and
0: uh as we go into our uh last last section here and uh this week's uh part of Bruin uh football flashback is uh with uh college football. There was a little bit of uh action last weekend but everybody uh gets gets underway this weekend and then uh, NFL is uh is right around the corner. So just yes. want to kind of spotlight, you know, some, uh, first of all, a handful of uh, Bruin alums just uh, that graduated last year and uh, playing playing collegiately and their, uh, their season here uh, kicking off this weekend.
1: Absolutely. Uh, as a staff, we've kind of had like small little interactions, you know, with all of our guys that are at the next level, uh, which is pretty cool. But, um, you know, I think the biggest experience that they endured was what fall camp feels like at the next level. You know, that's (laughs) that's a challenge right there. That is a challenge. You know, mom and dad aren't there to pick you up. And, you know, you got a lot of business decisions to make every single day. Um, But, you know, they made it through. And and I think, you know, on the other side of that, when they do the media days, they see where, you know, the hard work pays off. And uh, yes, so we got quite a few that are, Currently, you know, on college teams right now and getting ready to roll. Um, if I could do a quick roll call, starting with Christopher Newport. Uh, you got Mossy Bruning. Um, you have uh, Graham Terry. Graham Terry is, is going to probably medical red shirt this year, but he'll be back in the fold. Um, you have at Norfolk State, uh, Caleb Broadbent, uh, Jay Sean Frazier. Um, and, and, you know, those guys are kind of, you know, kind of figuring out where they're going to be. Uh, William and Mary. You have Desmond Cook, uh, middle linebacker, and uh, I want to say Shenandoah. Uh, You have Ty Todd and Mike Bowen. So we got quite a few Bruins, uh, you know, out there ready to play football at the next level. And we have a couple that are taking a college route first and then possibly walking on and earning their scholarships in the spring. So, you know, it's upwards to nine to ten guys that we should have from that 22 class. You know, all representing our high school, our community, but currently and within the next semester or so.
0: Right. Yes, and uh, and that uh, leads right into uh, NFL. I mean, uh, there's uh, you know, Labor Day weekend is all about college and high school. You know, NFL will start games next Thursday, but they uh, but they don't have they don't have a preseason. Uh, game this week, and um, the final 53-man roster uh, went down at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, and let's give a shout-out here to Deshaun Dixon. Here Absolutely. To, uh, to make the Jaguars, and a little thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars, not only is he the fifth Bruin alum to be in the NFL camp, but he is the second Bruin alum there to uh, there to play for the Jaguars, as Sharon, Sharon Stith there in early 2000, and Deshaun Correct. Dixon, which, with being a free agent, I mean, what a training camp he had.
1: Absolutely. But, you know, again, a guy like him is awesome. I mean, he works hard. You know, right. he he cares. That's the other part. And to me, I I guess the cliche term, it doesn't matter where you are, they'll find you, but they found a good one. They found a great one. So we're excited. And and the cool part, I think the day before the draft, he spent pretty much the whole weightlifting day with us, just hanging out and talking to our guys and just pouring into our young men. Um, And then on Tuesday around 6 o'clock or maybe 7 o'clock, you know, Coach Thomas gets a text and we're right by each other. He made a 53-man roster. And then shortly after that, a quick phone call. And I was able to congratulate him through Coach Thomas' cell phone. But, you know, we're happy for him. And, you know, this is just a testament of our coaches to have uh, men like Coach Thomas who have really poured into kids beyond the game of football to where they don't forget those those gentlemen. And then, you know, I would be remiss not to mention um, that, you know, under the leadership of Coach Gibson, uh, he mentioned that he was one of his favorite athletes to coach and knew that he had that potential to get to that level. So, you know, we're very pleased, you know, as, as a coach and staff and just being a part of uh, uh, Dixon's uh, journey, I guess, if that makes sense, just being a yeah. part of the process. So uh, we're happy for him. You know, we wish him nothing but health and success um, and a great year in Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, and real quick on uh Coach Thomas. I mean, uh Charles and I, you know, first met uh junior high, you know, a few few years ago. But uh-huh. uh, but here with Deshaun playing for Jacksonville, I mean, you know, it, yeah, we we got to talk to Charles because yes. uh the Commanders the Commanders opening yes. day game is against the Jaguars and on the Commanders, he didn't he didn't go to Western Branch High School, but you know, Pop Warner Elementary, Middle School, Jonathan Allen. Yeah. W B. Yeah. And and then Deshaun Jack Dixon. Deshaun yeah. Dixon there. So definitely some Western Branch representation going to be going on at FedEx field that Sunday.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I guess the safe <laughs> thing to say is your people get with his people <laughs> and y'all yeah. work it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, That's I know how, how big of a, die, a a diehard cowboy fan he is. I don't want to, I don't right. want to get them too, too over the top. Yeah. But you know, again, we, you know, those things are falling into place and we've been preaching that to quite a few of our guys here to have that potential. You know, we're we're excited for you. All we want to do is a be is be a part of the process, you know, and uh continue to be a continued support of you as you go through. And that's that's including our guys we currently have right now. I know the topic is of uh, Deshaun Dixon, but for any young athlete, just know um, you know, coming here at Western Branch, we are, you know, just guiders of your process, you know, and then the rest is what the rest will be. But yeah, we're happy for them. I, again, I, I just wish, you know, one week at a time, nothing but, you know, continued success. Um, and, and you know, that'll be awesome. But I did already mention that to Coach Thomas. Hey, I think they do come to, to, to Land Over, Maryland. Uh, <laughs> on Tuesday. And I think John <laughs> also in, uh, emphasized that too. But, you know, all in all, we're happy for him. And, um, you know, I'm just pleased and blessed to have coaches like Coach Thomas on my staff. Um, and, and that's not being cliche. You, we can't take too much for granted. You know, we got guys like Coach Black, Coach Addison, Coach Ed, Coach Ted. You know, I go through the whole list. Coach Lou, Coach Jones, uh, Coach E. Um, but we got some great, great men that these kids really love and, and respect. And you know that's to me is is ninety percent. You say ninety percent mental, ten uh, percent physical. It's the same way. You know ninety percent is is all love for my kids, and the ten percent is just little things that go a long way.
0: Yeah, and I would like to uh, you know wrap up here with uh, you know the last thing. I mean uh, tomorrow I won't be at the game, but I'll be uh, I'll be tuned in. To, you know, follow along. Uh, I have an opportunity here to, uh, you know, uh, cover a little bit of Virginia Tech, ODU, and okay. I know Robbie Duncan is a is an ODU football Absolutely. alum, and then and then you and I both know uh, a bunch of uh, Bruin alums that played under Coach Jay, played with you, and played in the. Virginia Tech football program.
1: Absolutely, quite a bit. I think it's going to be a lot of trash talk. You know, that 2018 <laughs> upset, and now yeah. here we are, you know, <laughs> several years later, I think, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good game. I got to be neutral, you know. And, right. you know, Robbie's obviously a great guy too. Uh, love the way, you know, he's been developing our young men um, on and off the field. But, uh, you know, I, I know without a doubt he's pulling, him and Coach Addison are pulling. But then you got Coach Joe Jones on our staff, and he's a hokey. So, you know, it's a little bit of trash talk here and there at practice and in the locker room, but all all in good faith. You know, at the end of the day, both teams got a line down tomorrow, and at the end of that hour or, you know, whatever it will be, that will be the end result. So we're excited, kind of neat that it's in Norfolk, um, and and ODU is able to host them again. Um, So we'll see. We'll be playing football right along with him. So, you know, we will see. Um, But, yes, so I'm excited. Uh, Real quick, um, Coach Addison was able to be interviewed yesterday by Mr. Mark Davis uh, from Challenge for Dudes, I believe. So it it will be an episode coming out tonight or possibly today or tomorrow featuring Coach Addison um, during his time at ODU, his experience playing against Virginia Tech, and what he's doing now. So I'm excited for him, very happy for him. Uh, you know, to be able to share a story of where he is and what he's been able to do. Um, and I'm glad he's a part of what we do here at Western Branch.
0: Yes, and uh, and for those, you know, Mark Davis just came to the area from Richmond, uh, so okay. that will be on Channel 3, uh, WTKR. And if you don't say your DVR or you don't watch the program, you know, he definitely um, archives it on the website, or Twitter, and yes, I do remember Brandon, you know, playing ODU, Josh Mariner, Brandon Carr, you yes. know, just some other More Bruins. Uh, Western Branch <laughs> alongs. that's right, yep, so yep, hey, absolutely. I would like to give a little shout out, I think, uh, I think Sports Talk with Rags here uh, might uh, might change their title a little bit, but, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Sharp, a uh, long friend, it is B-Sharp Fitness and Wellness Services LLC that uh sponsors uh Sports Talk nice. with Bragg. so definitely appreciate appreciate that and uh yeah I just asked Old Dominion Athletics and they answered my email and so I got a I got a media pass starting at three there
1: tomorrow. Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Another brewing on campus. Look at it. Right. But that's hey, congratulations. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, Mike Sharp, we appreciate you. Uh this has definitely been an awesome platform to reach many and to, you know, again, continue to allow us to share our story and success uh here at Western Branch. Um, and allow our kids, you know, voices and 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 you know, efforts uh, be heard, if that makes sense. So we appreciate you. Absolutely.
0: Yes. And real quick here, I'd like to let Bruin Nation know that uh, we'll talk more about it on next week's episode. But if you're planning on going to the Bruin varsity football game next Friday, it is Nansen River, but it's not going to be at Arrowhead uh, or a war warrior stadium, right? Doesn't uh, Nansburn River football have a neutral field this year, or something?
1: Yeah, we we we're going to play them at Kings Fork. Uh, so that game will be at Kings Fork, same time. Uh, Nansman River versus Western Branch, but just a neutral site. Uh, they're getting new field turf put in, and I believe they're the second of three schools uh up uh, to have their tr- their field you know kind of put in so you know we will be traveling to king's fort um to take on the nansman river warriors uh next friday
0: right and so uh hey rashad uh appreciate your time i know Absolutely. we have a lot of uh things to uh to talk about but i think uh Bruin Nation. Uh, is gonna definitely enjoy this episode so uh, good good luck to the team and uh, go go Bruins tomorrow any uh, any final tidbits
1: no that's it we just want to line down we need all you guys come out um, you know continue to support us we have done phenomenally well with attendance um, and, and fan base support so we really want to say thank you in that capacity. And for all my Brewing Alarm football guys, uh, former players, uh, fans, and supporters, the Friendship Cup stays home. So I just (laughs) want to let y'all know that the Friendship (laughs) Cup is still at 1968 Brewing Place. But, you know, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, Please come out and cheer these young men on. They put in a lot of work, uh, and all they want you to do is fill the stands every Friday night.
0: Yes. And and real quick, I know that we're – you know um i know tomorrow night's the first varsity varsity home football game but uh what do what do fans do uh, for tickets is it still the gofan.com or that yes. website
1: yes we're still gofan.com i believe we're we we are 100% cashless so it, either there's a qr code or there's a scanner somewhere at the gate but in most cases most people purchase in advance Come up to the gate, and then they that's how they get uh, their admission. So, but yes, it's still on the platform of gofan.com uh, in order to get your ticket. Also, I'm, I'm sure many know you could go to the NFHS, uh, what is it, sports what? or website, uh, NFHS.com uh, to watch the game live. I believe. Yep, yep. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I know there's a platform where you could watch all the games live. I believe it's on Kaleidoscope or the uh, nfhsnetwork.com website
0: okay all right and uh last thing today i was asked uh what is so special about western branch high school and being a Bruin love well i think not only this platform but i think the hats here that uh, you and I, I mean, not only are we alums, but also having matching hats
1: here on. Absolutely. I mean, growing pride all over. Always, always. Um, To me, the biggest uh, thing that makes this so special is our community. You know, again, looking what COVID gave us and looking how we're coming out of it and how the support is there and not even on Friday nights. It's Saturdays, it's Sundays, it's Mondays. You know someone is excited about what western branch is doing and uh i think the community really drives our success
0: yes and so uh all right well hey rashad thanks thanks again and um tell uh tell everybody that uh rags won't uh be there in person but we'll definitely be uh following along how we how how i can go go bruins and um Already uh, declined umpire next Friday, so I plan on uh, clearing out my schedule here to be over at uh, Kings Fork next Friday night.
1: Sounds good, awesome. I appreciate you, buddy.
0: All right, well, hey, so that's a that's a wrap here for uh, episode two here in the twenty two season here of uh, something brewing here with uh, Coach Cook, and uh, kickoff time is. Seven o'clock tomorrow. So uh, that's a wrap. And everybody have a good, good evening. Enjoy the game and a safe uh, Labor Day weekend. There
1: you go.